This is the Chippewa Island Geek Actual Play Community Theater Podcast. The One Ring, the darkening of Mirkwood campaign. Session 25, Wide of the Mark. Uh, welcome to the One Ring, the Darkening of Mirkwood campaign. Session 25, The Veganing. <laughs> I'm Brian, I'm the Lore Master. Uh, please tell me your name, your character's name, and uh, the last time your character got sick. I am Jack, I am playing Brand, son of Gorm, and actually the last time he got sick was he ended up with a uh, terrible... Malays the last time he was home. The problem with having small children is that whenever they get sick, you get sick. And he ended up where there were uh, strange red pustules going all over for him and scratched like mad for weeks. And then they abated on their own. Find a nickel, man. <laughs> and outside of his boxers, I'm a happily married man. <laughs> Now, BJ, I am Baron Greycloak, <coughs> War for the Grey Mountains. The last time I was sick was just a couple of weeks ago with a nasty bout of the cold. Brought by, brought upon by the bottle? No, I wish. That's the more common cold for for dwarves is the bottle cold, but uh, uh, I brought it back from a, another region. Alright, I am Nick. I am playing Denethor Light, <coughs> the Elf of Mirkwood. The last time I was sick was actually a compound, or the last time Denethor was sick was actually a compound illness. See, initially, he had these wonderful friends who let him get poisoned by a basilisk, and he became, you know, completely paralyzed and helpless. Now, those also wonderful friends decided to take care of him by chewing up his food form and spitting it back into his mouth. This led to some uncomfortable gastric situations that he could do absolutely nothing about as he laid there helpless. You know what? You were more of a friend that time than any other time because you didn't sit there and double talk. You didn't sit there and complain about the entire thing. You weren't worrying about your hair. It was perfect. That was actually the good part of the story because that's once they actually yeah. thought to take care of you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he shit. He's been that way for two days. We better I gl- I see if we can get him bit. some help. I glossed a little bit. He's down four pounds in two days. <laughs> you still look sick every time I eat something. <laughs> uh, I'm Mike. I'm playing Findigil, a ranger of Eriador. Uh, the last time I was sick was uh, when we were traveling down the Anduin and I ate some dodgy fish. Mm-hmm. And I got extremely ill. And uh, back when I was trying to find any way to make a session interesting that you guys would have. Anyway, sorry, you're so bitter. <laughs> sorry, what session scarred me? I, per- I, I interrupted you. I'm sorry. You ate a fish and got really sick. Did you learn a valuable life lesson from this? Yeah, don't piss off the DM. I think <laughs> it, it don't, don't roll saurons on your travel <laughs> checks <laughs> or that. Maybe I should be a guide. <laughs> I'll be lookout. Opening in three seconds. We'll see you in ten minutes. Uh, okay. So when we had last sunsetted, 
you were sending Chris on to, or you were sending on Belly the Dwarf to guide the caravan, the last leg, to Edoras. Uh, and you were going to ride south 50 miles to Aldeburg uh, in hopes of rescuing Wolf, the adopted. Yes, and that is literally the extent of our plan. So, I mean, someone took him, and we got to find him and get him back, hopefully without violence, because this is a diplomatic mission. Where is your ambassador? Uh, All right, it'll take you at least a day to get to Aldeburg. So why don't you guys roll me a travel check just so I can... Dice. Oh. You don't have dice? No, I do not have dice. Not yet, anyhow. Mm. Uh, what's our target? Twelve. Okay. These are settled lands. I got a twelve. I got a fourteen. Yeah! I got a thirteen. <laughs> I have a 13. Go to hell. Your trip passes uneventfully. Whereas through uh, the Eastern Met, you guys have been traveling through something like early 19th century Iowa. Just desolate, flat plains. This is more like um, late 19th century Kansas. Still very pastoral, but very settled. Um, there's actually like a road sort of thing. Yeah, there's, uh, yeah. Um, Baby road like. You're in the East Fold now, which is part of the part of the mark proper. There's farmsteads, you can see, uh, of oat, wheat, rye, and barley. Uh, the mountain dales are dotted with many homesteads and a number of small villages composed of cottages clustered along the banks of one of several watercourses descending from the mountains that you pass along the way. Are the elf and dwarf attracting undue attention? Well, you're getting some stares, but people seem friendly for a red state. We don't judge if you want to live like a heathen. Uh, Alright, so you approach... Aldberg in the distance. No, it's on a hill. With a fence. That's defensively sound strategy. You feel like you were a woodman in a former life, and maybe that appealed to you. The ancient township of Aldberg stands on a wide rocky hill in the fold, rising to the south of the Great West Road. Its great hall stands atop the hill and overlooks many houses and crowded alleys twisting within an encircling wooden wall. Yeah, once we get to Aldberg, I kind of realized, like, hey guys, this was kind of a crappy plan, because... Thank you. We're here, (laughs) and we don't know what the wagon looked like. Because I've just been thinking that for like a month. (laughs) Sorry. And I mean, it's not like we can track it anymore at this point. And there's a lot of houses we're going to have to burn down. (laughs) There's a lot of wagons, there's a lot of people. Okay. Um, well, do we remember who the, what the name of the person we're following is? Do we have that? No, we don't have a name. He had, well, we just... Geralt had spoken to us after the child was kidnapped. 
So I wouldn't expect Geralt to necessarily <clears throat> be with them. I just go around every wagon. How you doing? I'm. <laughs> no. But we could perhaps make inquiries about where Geralt lives. Think there's maybe a little too on the nose then. I mean, he saw us there. I mean, you and I are somewhat nondescript. Well, I'm more nondescript than you are because you're a ranger, and rangers kind of get noticed. But we also have moose and squirrel, or I mean, uh, elf and dwarf. Yeah, so we, so we stick out, but I, I suspect we beat Geralt here. Squirrel with little tail. We left uh, the village before he did, and he didn't pass us on the road. So no one here, it's possible no one here knows who we are. Okay. So you do kind of stick out, though. I mean, you didn't get hassled at the gate, but you definitely got some stink eye. So... La la la, you're riding around. Do we see Wolf? No. Oh, come on. Give us a break, GM. Okay. All right, yes. (laughs) Let's go fight some orcs. I'm sorry for that brush with plot we had. It it left a sick taste in my mouth. It'll never happen again. (laughs) Terrible idea. (laughs) What was I thinking? (sighs) Okay. How about this? Well, we do have Brunhilde with us. Well, so I mean, it's not like it's illegitimate or wrong for us to even be openly searching for her son. It's true, right? Okay. Like this woman is missing her son, and we have reason to believe he's here in Altberg. So we could just I openly mean, so search for him. Oh, you're so missing your son too. So. And I, yeah, we are missing our son. Yeah. So are you suggesting then that? Rather than deal with the politics, we just do this uh, prima facie. I'm okay with this. Just completely ignore all the politics behind it, and you're just a man and a woman looking for your son. Yeah. I mean, it, literally, that's a brilliant idea from a political standpoint because they really can't deny you. Dear God. Well, they still can. Well, I mean, okay. They can still try and deny you, but... But on, at, at, at the other hand, if I'm going around... Claiming I'm the boy's father, mm-hmm. and I am, then that also gives him a level of protection because then he's no good as a potential embarrassment right. to uh, Aogar. So, how about this? You spend the time with Brunhilda to get your story straight, as it were. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we're just concerned friends of the, the grieving couple. Okay. Not, not grieving per se, but you know. Um, we're pretty sure he ended up here. Let's find him and then do the whole, have you seen my son? You know, and <coughs> make it where it would be untenable for them to continue keeping him. Just by ratcheting up the awkward. So, where do kids hang out in Aldbrook? <laughs> like, is there a school? Excuse me, Mr. Gate person. Can you tell me where the high school girls hang out around here? All right, all right, I'm all right. asking for a friend. Anyway, uh, so you guys are searching on the streets, taking it to the streets. Yeah, uh, asking at the inn, yeah. like going by the the equivalent, the Middle Ages equivalent of the playground or the school, which I guess would be the um, alley, the workhouse. 
give me riddle or search is physical. Yeah, or riddle. To, because I'm asking people. Yeah. Hey, you're trying to piece hurt. together a mystery. A boy about this tall, wearing night clothes. Thirteen. Seems to know anything. You got funny shoes, mister. Can I give him advantage? What? These are these are great shoes. These are made in uh, Sunstead by a hobbit friend of mine. Guarantees the souls for life. Hobbit shoes. That's an oxymoron. <laughs> Just like the guy who made them. <laughs> yeah, you don't see me yet. Is there a, uh, the riders of Eastfold, or, you know, I mean, is there a, a, effectively a town guard, or a... Not really. I mean, there's a couple. Um, the riders of the Merc are essentially a militia. So right. So every homestead, every able-bodied rider comes to the call of the Lord when needed. Um, I mean, he has a small house horse who was responsible for his own house in Washington City Town Gate, but there isn't really a constabulary or anything. Okay. Well, this <clears throat> this guy, Cindric, uh, is no, is the marshal, so um, we could go present our case to him. Sure. In a completely innocent fashion. Well, and ask God yelling the boy's name. Come on, laddie! I mean, it's not a terrible idea. <sighs> I'm... So who's going to... Where are, are you, you hiding? Are you taking the lead? I don't know. You're the best talker. Okay. I'll do it. Um, so I will... Okay. Um, to, I'll ask the people at the gate. Uh, where is the uh, barracks or wherever the town guard is? There is no town guard. There is no town guard at we all. Went through that. Oh, just we went to go to the big hall at the top of the hill. I understand. I understand. I'm trying to engage my character into this. I know that happened. I wasn't paying attention. I'll turn right, take five steps, and you're there. Okay. So yes, we'll go up to the main hall. Um, I'm assuming standings. Standing. Two, four, two. All right. So when we get there, I'm assuming that there's a. For lack of a better term, a seneschal, a house, Carl. Um, there's a guy at the door of the house. Okay. Is, um, I guess keeping. I approach the man. No. Well, Matt. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Is that some of that fancy highfalutin northern talk? Sure. <laughs> uh, no. I request an audience with the marshal or his envoy. Uh, we have come far looking for the child of my friend. Me and Brunhilde just stand there looking. As, as I gesture towards the forlorn looking couple. You Where are you? Oh, uh, courtesy check. Uh, burning a hope. Because I fully borked that up. That is a 19 exceptional success. 
When did you reroll it? Why did I reroll it? Yeah. Because I got a four. Uh, yeah. Hope doesn't give you a reroll. Hope doesn't give you. Oh. But you add your uh, heart. Well, for courtesy, it would be a heart, right? Okay. Well, then it'd be a four plus seven. Uh, let's call it an eleven. Well, you're not actively offensive. <laughs> no, That's just plus me. Um, you're nicely offensive. No, just uh, I said, you know, just I'll go for oblivious more than anything else. All right, you stink of the road, sir. Why do you come here and present yourself to my lord's hall in this state? I come here, you take our jobs. Well, why don't you build a wall then? <laughs> we um, will. <laughs> well, we already did that way. Now we got to put one on the north, I guess, too. No, no. <laughs> I do apologize for my state. It's just, given the situation, I thought it was best to come post-haste. More of that fancy half northern talk. <clears throat> All right. All right, fine. Let me lay it out. My friend's son has gone missing. <laughs> for what we're... Give me a riddle. Gandalf. Wow. It's almost like every now and then you can use those skills that you've totally ignored up till this point. Go team bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, we'll get back to all those skills. All right. <laughs> Look, their job disappeared in the night. From what we were able to find out, he was on his way here. And we're just trying to find help to get his son back. Persuade? Sure. Nine. Nine. I'll get you to fifteen. Uh, no. He seems uh, unmoved. I'm going to just like go into. I'm going to beg him. Okay. On my knees, please, sir. Tears running down my face. Oh, sure. No way. <laughs> I'm going to give him those big, sad puppy dog rainbow eyes and be like, I implore you. All right. My, um, my son is all to me. I uh, only learned in the last few days that I had a son, and it means so much to me. <laughs> Don't tell him that, Hark. Well, it's going to come out anyway. <laughs> okay. Um... You want to persuade or a riddle? Eat whichever you prefer. They're exactly the same. I just find it... Never mind. What, what do you find funny? The fact that, A, again, you rolled the good roll when it didn't matter, but then the time you re-rolled in the middle of all that was when you got the extraordinary success with two sixes. <laughs> but the rolls on either side of that were like four total on six dice. <laughs> I rolled dog shit. Not even hope would help. Quit making a scene! All right. Uh, well, we done fucked up. <laughs> All right. How about Chad this? Scott? <clears throat> Good. I'm sorry, I didn't want to look up names. Um, so he gets two spearmen to kind of come over, and they're gonna well shuffle you off down the hill. Keeping with the southern joke, it could be Billy Bob and you know, in Jim Bob. Well, I was thinking Plains, Texas, but whatever. Donnie, can I? Donnie, can I? Can I find <laughs> like a haughty elf lord to force our way in? 
I'll, I'm going to jack up the TN, but you can take a try. Okay. That would be all. Save it. Save it, because right now you're a smelly elf lord. He's only got so much awe to spare. Aww. Being immortal, you gotta ration it. Aww. Immortal. I'll, I'll drive you mad soon. Do it. Burning a hope get you there, and actually move the story along. Because right now we're kind of twenty. Twenty would do it. I'm gonna make you role play it. That's fine. I will use a hope. <laughs> Isn't it like so telling that that's like the threat and the bluff and the oh no, group forget like this. it. I'll make you role play. No, forget do it. it. Fine, I don't care. Fuck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! He's got a talking character. Fine, do it. See if I care. I'm not going to let that roll go to waste. Um, Alright, what are you saying? You there, sir. How dare you keep me standing out here what the fuck in inclement weather, sir. <laughs> Filthy humans. Suck Don't you know I'm a renowned lord <coughs> from Mirkwood? I demand to see your lord immediately. <laughs> That's fine. You can wait all you want. I will be right here. But let me tell you, the longer I wait, the more angry your lord will be. <laughs> there are people walking by on the street, kind of paying attention. He's like, alright, shut up, shut up. Just come I'm over here. I'm immortal. I can wait forever. <laughs> <laughs> I have all kinds of time, sir. I have, I have the time and I have the hair product to stand here indefinitely. It's on a pack mule, for Christ's sake. This hair will outlive you. He's like, alright, alright. Come into the vestibule. Just stop making a goddamn scene. <sighs> Alright, you're uh, brought into a vestibule, ordered to clean yourselves up a little. <clears throat> Make yourselves presentable. I'm a dwarf. I will immediately start talking about the quality of their products. Read your beard like any respectable. <laughs> Sorry? I will immediately start complaining about the quality of their products. <laughs> God, is this the best soap you have to offer? Does this is inferior crap. What? It doesn't even have lavender in it. It's not even fair. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So after a while, you're brought into a hall where um, there's a few people standing around and there's a gentleman in a chair uh, at the far end of it. Um, You're kind of prodded towards the chair. Um, Looks to be a lean and wiry warrior in his early 50s. With the air of a starving wolf about to pounce. And he says, Who are you? What is your business here? I am Denethor Lightbow. We will treat this as an encounter. Okay. uh, All players may roll insight to gain encounter advantages. Okay. Insight it is. Oh, look, something I've been neglecting this whole time. Gandalf, sir. You get one success die. I have a 19 great success. You get two success dice. <laughs> you get dwarf. <laughs> 22 <laughs> great success. You get two more. Your insight is that this is a man with a hard nature. Exceptional. Exceptional. 
and clear avariciousness that is somewhat off-putting. So, so introduction. The question is, do we want to do this? Everybody can have chances to speak, or do we want to just have one person do it all that? I think for expediency's sake, we should do this group. Do all of our insight dice go to the person who's speaking then? the die, he may spend one of his own bonus dice, or another player may spend it to give it to him. Okay. Um, for what it's worth, this isn't really something we have touched on before. With a spokesman, usually only one person can speak in the interaction section. However, other people can contribute with roles of insight or riddles okay. to perceive things and perhaps Okay. Aid. Well... Doesn't mean so does everyone concede to me being the spokesman for this? Or does everyone want to do their thing? Well, whoever is the spokesman doesn't necessarily have to be the person making the rolls. That's what he just said. Right. But no, that, well, if I make a roll, we're going to the dungeon. Um, thematically, my character should be the one speaking. Or story. Like, unless I delegate to that you. That makes sense. Yeah, you're the one that got, you, got everybody in here. Um... Like I can, like I can work where I can delegate to you as my devoted human to speak for me, but does that come with a collar? Yes, actually. Big ones to keep a nice and big stitches. pink one. You have to pop it though. Whenever <laughs> you're speaking for the elf, um, <laughs> to to show my increased enthusiasm. No, I was just thinking in terms in terms of metagame, like if we fail to introduce ourselves, then we're effectively not. Making interaction roles with, right? Although we can still have insight or riddle or that kind of thing to figure things out. Well, at times it could be wise to let only one companion do the talking, as it lets the group take advantage of the best speaker among the company. Electing a spokesman might prevent the remaining characters from eventually taking part in the following interaction phase. Usually, only characters who introduce themselves properly during the introduction may take an active role in the interaction. On the other hand, players and characters who didn't introduce themselves may take a more passive role, for example, proposing actions using insight or riddle. I would suggest that we all try to introduce ourselves. Okay. Because we. The thing with one spokesman is if you're using a variety of interaction skills, you may have some really big holes mm-hmm. that other people might. The other thing. Have better. We, I know we haven't really. We've neglected encounters. Remember how they work is I set a tolerance based on the person you're talking to. What they value, whether it's might or wisdom or status or money. And then I modify it based on this person who really hates dwarves. So I'm giving you a penalty. Not in this case, I'm just saying. Like if you but were everyone hates dwarves. Like if you were going to have a an encounter with King Thranduil, I would set a base plus one because you have an elf, minus two because you have dwarf one, dwarf two. So you're a minus one from the initial number I set, which would be based on the highest value of the party. So that gives me a number of say three. That's the tolerance for the encounter. Mm-hmm. How you do in the encounter is based on how many successful rolls you get before you get to that number of failures. Once you get that number of failures, it's done. It's done. Okay. So, so I should wait out by the horses. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that. Well, you can just um, not introduce yourself. Um, well, I'm just saying. The perspective of well, let's just have everybody take a crack at introducing themselves. Possibly. I mean, that's one way of doing it. But 
You have multiple failures. He's there good. is a penalty for failing the rolls. Okay. That shortens the encounter considerably. I have four people try to undo it. Well, let me double check. Well, because we got the insight that this guy is <clears throat> kind of an avaricious bastard and average. would probably respect status and interact better with a human, most likely. That probably means Brand should be the primary spokesman. I guess I feel like I should also be speaking just because I'm the one with the asking to be granted a boom, right? I'm going to have to explain myself. Well, I'd be introducing myself and the party, and then I'd be introducing you as the cause for the That's true. Visit. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't see anything that says specifically what, it has to be during know, the interaction. What do we know about him? He's greedy? I didn't see anything that says specifically has to be in the interaction phase. So, for example, if I set a three or a four... When you guys did four introductions and three of you missed it, that could be the end of the encounter. However, this is a great opportunity to learn advancement points and skills you don't use that often by making those rolls. Uh, what do you know about... Well, you guys didn't do much research before coming here, so uh, really that's what you got. He's a hard man. Um, he's been here since the last king, Fengal King. Uh, I guess she could have told you some of the history. Um, both marshals earned their place under Fingal, whose capriciousness could be tamed with gold and flattery. Neither ruse serves now with Fingal's son. So it's an uneasy time when nobody's quite sure what the new paradigm is going to be. And Fingal's son is Theoden. Yes. No. So Fingal, son of Fingal. Oh, okay. Theoden is five years old. Got it. Fingal, with an F, is the king that died last year. And he was... A dick. Yes. Um, like if Ivanka hated Trump so much that she went off to Paris for 20 years, and then President Trump dies, and she comes back to take it. That's kind of the situation here. Fingal is as new to the kingdom as anybody. I mean, he grew up here, but he hasn't been here for 10 to 20 years. His family hasn't lived here at all. He's been here for a year. Things are changing, and nobody's quite sure. It's a, it's an uneasy time. And graft and corruption were the order of the day 24 months ago. Who's to say now? Okay. I'll nudge Brand forward. Okay. Okay. With an elbow. So are we... You're, you're basically nominating me as a spokesman here? Yeah. Sure. You can... Still, what we put the product on. <laughs> Don't fart loudly. <laughs> okay. I am Brand, son of. <laughs> ah, you do me much courtesy, sir. <laughs> Trail rations, man. <laughs> <laughs> Let's play a game. What did I eat for dinner last night? <laughs> Pull my finger, sir. <laughs> I'll make a riddle check. <laughs> uh, all right. <coughs> well, now that y'all thoroughly just totally just shat on my abilities, I got a 14, or excuse me, a 16. On what? My courtesy to introduce myself and my party. Okay. What do you say? 
So, now I'll say thank you very much for your taking the time to meet with us. Um, I am Brand Gorm. I am uh, here from the land of Dale with my companions. Anyway, thank you for giving us an audience. I'm asking for your assistance to help a friend of mine. All right. uh, first, introduce. Okay, I'm sorry. I haven't seen your character, I'm sorry. All right, so... <clears throat> Our stout friend here is Baron Greycloak um, of the Grey Mountains. And then we have uh, Denethor Lightbow of the Woodland Realm. It was just a regular success, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. 16 regular success. And, of course, uh, Findigil of... Eriador. Well, you're not from... Like M. Well, yes. Well, I was going to say a ranger of Eriador. We don't throw the term ranger around lightly. Kind of what is that, your slave name or something? Well, no, it's just, uh, like, that's a little bit of a epithet in some parts of the country. Oh, so fine. I'm a man so, of Fornost, if you like. Huh? A man of Fornost. Okay. There. So, and then Findigo, a man of Fornost. I appreciate your courtesy. From what I have heard, uh, either my Seneschal... As I've heard uh, some northern speak lately, um, is misguided, or you uh, folk have learned some manners in the last ten minutes. What is your business here? All right, moving interactions. So okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> what is that noise from the stables? Galdor, <laughs> go check. See if Puffy's deflating again. <laughs> I'm yes. assuming it would be a persuade check. Sure. To convince him of the plight of poor Findigil and name inserted here. Brunhilda. Thank you. Uh, Brunhilda. Uh, who have lost their child. And we are... And Do you want me to go through the whole role playing or do you want me to paraphrase? Both. Okay. I mean, you don't have to go through every single point. I mean, tell okay. me so the I, point of your speech and then make a roll. Right. The, the point of the speech is, all right, Vindigo and Brunhilde's child disappeared in the night. From what we were able to determine, they were he was on his way here by wagon. We came here to try and find him. Could you please lend us some aid so we can find the poor child? Make a persuade check. Lend us your ears. That's disgusting. Uh, 19. Uh, what makes you think this... We, we keep track of every brat that comes in and out of the city? Of course not. That's why we ask you know, for... At least, do you... If you won't be able to give us aid in finding the child, you at least give us leave to search for him in your city. Riddle or courtesy. I might need some of those bonus tags, guys. I have five to play with, right? Two yeah. for me, two... Okay. Yeah. That's five. Okay. Is that a power? No. Okay. <laughs> That's a shame. Seventeen. Is that enough? Okay. I, I got one more if I need to. 
22. Okay. Well, what are you planning on doing? Going door to door and uh, accosting these good folk of the mark with your uh, accusations? No accusations intended, sir. We just merely want to find the boy. Can I roll an insight to see if he maybe knows more than he's letting on? Okay. He's not sure whether he does or not, but you get the impression that he's kind of poking him to see what's really going on. Is that a way for me to pass that along to him surreptitiously? Uh, One would assume, yeah. Hey, Brandon. I mean, we'll assume that your I, successful role aids. I've worked out a so. clever system of hair flicks and yeah. face gestures to yeah. the look of disgust is the key. <laughs> your role helps the group, so yes. But he's almost kind of stringing him along to see, like, how much of his true purpose he'll reveal. I kind of figured as much, which is why I'm still playing it straight. Yeah. <laughs> well. Do you have a plan then, or just some vague notion of how to go about things? <laughs> what made you think the boy was coming here? Riddle. A billboard that said the boy is coming here. <laughs> the DM. Uh, why not just simply tell the truth? I don't want to tell all the truth. Well, no, but I mean the truth in terms of he was abducted <clears throat> in a wagon from, from the little town of Brunhilde's hometown. Right. And we followed the wagon tracks to this. Okay. I'll do persuade um, again. Alright. What are you persuading him? Well, I'm going to say... <clears throat> we found wagon trails leading from outside of his window headed towards us the road to your town. So, of course, you know, you know, we, we thought he would be coming here. You know... Um, you have children of your own. You understand how how despondent the family have been. What does he have children of his own? Do we know that? I'm assuming. Make a roll. Sixteen. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna have fun with that one. <sighs> Fuck them. They shouldn't have bred. Children are all dead. Oh shut. <laughs> Quit giving them ideas! Oh no, they're not. <laughs> oh, that's what I say. Girl, you fail. He's got four daughters. I was going to take that totally the wrong way. <laughs> um, hmm. There it is. You made a good enough roll that I couldn't throw that back in your face. Um, Yay, adequacy! <laughs> Sorry, my what life. was the question? How did, you okay. said you found wagon tracks? We, we found wagon tracks leading back here, and of course the first thing we did was we come when we talked to you. Surely you could understand how despondent the parents are considering their child's gone. I find that hard to believe that a road that well traveled, uh, unless someone had uh, the white wizard helping them, could tra- track one wagon tracks from one set of tracked wagon things, wheels, from... I'm gonna. I'm gonna jump in here with a little bit of. Even though I'm not invited to, and it probably makes my my 
target harder. I'm going to step forward in my whole rangery glory with the runes of Fornost on my spear glowing. Yeah. And say, you know, throw back my cloak and say, Sir, I am a ranger of Eriador. I am a master tracker. I know... And a master debater. I can follow a fish through a river all the way down the Anduin. I Aww. will not be gainsaid. Aww. And I'm going to awe. Uh, yeah, you on them, all right. So that's a 13. You have another die. Use one of them courage checks. That is a 15 great. And a Sora. That is not going to help. But I've offended them. Do you have hope to go? Uh, yes. I am... Well, it might not be worth spending in an encounter. Um, That's true. I mean, you have a limited... If it was one of these Yahoos, I'd say go for it. Well, I'm full up on hope, but I have to obviously be very careful how I budget. So, Um, courage. courage. I'm going to end up spending that every single session, though. So, Oh, I've heard of your kind. Homeless wanderers going through... The wild, making life a nuisance for everyone. We've defended these lands since your ancestors were driven into the wilderness of the north. This is my hall, sir. And you will not speak to me in that tone. But my staff is going. I felt it was time to break wind. Pardon me one moment, I have to reinflate our door. <laughs> Something at the duct. How did you truly find, or how did you truly, truly come to my hall from that wash? We walked. Well, even that is a lie. <laughs> For the, the guards at the gate saw you ride in on ponies. I don't ride. Really? We don't ride the ponies. Yeah, the ponies, the ponies pull the carriage. carts. We yes. walked. Oh, it should have taken you two days. Alright. I'm a dwarf. I don't ride at all. <laughs> I know, you don't, but I just figured they had you in one of the saddlebags. Very dangerous over short distances. Fuck me. Um, yeah, I, I, you must play me for a fool to think that uh, a mortal man can track one set of wagon wheels from that and wash to here. Or I think there must be something more nefarious afoot that you're hiding. <clears throat> You said mortal. Sorry. You're as mortal as the arrows that are in you, sir. Do you want to tell him the whole truth? I say under my breath. What did you get on your insight? What was your roll? Uh, well, what part of the truth are we talking okay. about here? The, about Geralt. Oh. In truth, spending a uh, real check, uh, we found a... Uh, the, there was a person who was at the inn that night who was gone the next morning. Someone who was known to come from here by the name of... Geralt. Geralt. And now we're not saying that Geralt is the cause of this. <clears throat> Maybe the child decided to sneak away. We don't know. Except that all the evidence shows that clearly he was abducted. Out of character, be that as it may, 
pointing that particular finger at somebody who might have good standing in the in this town might not be the best. Idea. <coughs> Well, we've already said the child has been abducted. Right. He did not run away. And I'm I'm stepping back and saying, you know, maybe he decided to run away. We don't know. Or, you know, uh, go on an adventure. We have no idea. Metagame, you guys are doing very well in the encounter. Um, You probably get away with adding more information rather than keeping it vague. Okay. Well, I'm saying Geralt was there. The next day he's gone, the wagon is gone, and the kid is gone. So that's... Well, except that that's not actually true. Well, okay, then where am I getting that wrong? Geralt spoke to us the next day in the inn and made the threats about if you want to see the kid alive, then you have to go to Thangle and reveal his uh, true parentage. Okay, well we could do that then. Is that what you want to do? Guys? Do you want me to start dropping kind of those kind of bombs here? I've been trying to play it safe. I'd say drop it. Okay. I'm good for dropping. Okay. Roll it in my pants. That uh, seems to be what he's fishing for. Denethor? And I don't know, like, if we start, you know, making up fresh news stories, no, it's no, going to no, get no. really complicated. Okay, but I was trying to use Riddle to say, you know, that Geralt was involved. Oh, how was he involved? But if you want me to just go on ahead and... Well, I mean, it's however you... Yeah, I mean... All right, but... That, oh, the role I, you make is going to determine how you spend the information, but I think giving right. the information will give him something to go on. And you guys have enough of a margin with the encounter rolls so far that okay. you can probably get away with... What about... Okay, so... <laughs> all right. <clears throat> well, Geralt, the next morning, came to us very blatantly. And said, "If we want to see the boy alive, that we came here, we're here." Okay. Sure, there's a folly in this situation. Uh, Twelve great isn't going to do it. I'm guessing. Well, you already spent a hope. I spent a hope. I haven't spent one of those hopes though. So I'll do that. There was should be four on there. Yep. Now there's three. So now we're down to three. Okay. Actually, you don't add. To, oh, you do add. I, I you don't just pay for Okay. So. So yeah, you know okay, you're... So 12 grade. Damn it. Try then, it again. And then you add your wits, right? You don't re-roll. Just add Oh. Add my wits? Unless okay. it's an underlined skill, then you add your favorite. Uh, 17. Okay. Great success. Yeah. Hmm. He thinks there's a mistake here. What do you think uh, this... This Geralt is known to me. What do you think his purpose would be in kidnapping a small boy? Uh, he has many vices, but I have not known him to have that vice. <laughs> we think it's a question of mistaken parentage. He's trying to... He believes that the... the parent... Actually, before he says that, he kind of snaps his fingers and does that. and like To get somebody? 90% of the room. Oh, to clear out. There, Got it. There was one guy left behind his chair. Okay. Um, and then he says that. <sighs> that's not what we're thinking. So obviously we're th- dropping the name got yeah. some kind of... We're not thinking that that's the case. We're thinking it's a question of mistaken parentage. Mm. Alright, what are you... We're thinking this might have a political motivation. I am the boy's father. But Geralt insisted 
that we take the broom and hold it to Fingal and have her tell Fingal that um, he's some, not going to pay any attention to you. All right. Well, you weren't introduced. You, you had the chance to sort of jump in, and you totally flowed that. Okay, so, I'm done. Um, yeah, you have no standing in okay. his eye. So, sorry. That's okay. We think it's a political motivation. Uh, we think the the words were, and I'm sorry, the the words escaped me. Could you one more time? I mean, yeah, you can feed him. Sure. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I and I, I look at you. I say, I'm, I'm sorry. The the words are a mite vague to me. Um, Geralt Finnegal wanted to imply that Sindric, right, the second girl. Oh, no, that's the, sec- the second guy. That's Aogar. Aogar is the boy's father. But I think we are going to maintain the illusion that I am the boy's true father. Well, but right. You know, so so claiming that Aogar is the boy's father in order to embarrass. Yes, Aogar. right. So that's suffer. We believe that. Yeah, we think Gareth believes that the child's father or the boy's father is. Jesus, Aogar. he was just supposed to make the sound effect, man. Oh, sorry. <laughs> All right. Sorry. We believe that Geralt believes that the boy's father is Eldar, as opposed to Findigil, the true father. Hmm. And therefore, attempting to curry favor by causing embarrassment, I believe. Hmm. He confers with the younger man in the chair behind him. Yes, I, I know this. Geralt? Geralt. Wolfgar. Gerfwaller. Wolfgar. Um, he's known to me, and he is uh, one of my tax agents. Uh, he has been known to act rashly uh, to curry favor actions which he thinks will bring him approval, but are not sanctioned. Uh, given... Yeah, he might not be this open, but I'm not going to sit here and overthink the role play. Given the current political environment, this is not something that I can associate with myself with, and uh, be assured his direction did not come from me. Um, we certainly meant no disrespect. We just merely wished to have the boy returned. Gerolf has a home uh, outside of Altberg uh, on a farm. Okay. Uh, a league west of here. Um, you have my leave to go and retrieve the boy from his, uh, place of whatever farm residence, um, by whatever means you deem necessary. And, uh, I would appreciate this not going any further. And girl? I'm not, we will try and deal with this in a civil manner. And, of course, we will keep your... Your, your, your confidences shall be kept. <clears throat> All right. Thank you. We know how to be discreet. As the <laughs> as the dwarf lets loose in the backyard. Rip. All right. Well done. Yay! We didn't says, suck. So as he says, so so matter, I had back one. In one piece or many pieces. He was not specific. He did, he told you deal with it in whatever manner we choose. He, yeah, he gives you his sanction to. Do with it in whatever means you deem necessary to recover the boy. Uh, he will give you his sanction as long as things stay on the DL. May I make a suggestion? Hmm. Leaving him in many pieces, while might while definitely useful in the short term, might cause additional troubles in the long term. 
Uh, short term or short version. You guys are authorized to use violence in the apprehension of the Blues Brothers, mm-hmm. uh, but no one else needs to hear about it other than right. the immediate vicinity. No, I, I, not gonna I got it. But let's not try and use violence unless we absolutely have well, to. My worry is leaving him alive is going to cause issues down the road. Well, we've already discredited him. I don't think that he's going to do something really stupid because then we'll just kill him. But let's not kill him unless we have to. Is my point. Because if we if they see that, then that could turn out and getting us further involved in the politics by seeing it as a power play made by another party. We can just make it look like a horse riding accident. Like he was oh, yeah. riding his horse, and then the horse drew a sword and cut his head off. I fell I mean, down. I've, I've seen this stairs. dozens of times. Yeah, I fell down the corner. This was no. My axe has blood on it a long time. I feel terrible. I was shooting at the stag right behind him, and it hit him by accident. We have to close the beaches. <sighs> there was a big spider on his back, so I hit it with my axe. <laughs> I had a special spider bow. I had to shoot. <laughs> Welcome to the Silmarillion Minute. Bringing you bite sized bits of canon from Professor Tolkien's most misunderstood work. Hey folks, this is Brian. want to welcome you to a new segment here. I'm trying to work some halftime bits in here. Just to break up the game a little bit, get a little more content your way. And you know, we've been running with the gag, if you will. And then Brian explained the Silmarillion for half an hour, which is all fun and games. But we got to thinking that maybe some of the material in here would actually help flesh out the background of the world a little bit and help people understand perhaps some of what's going on behind the scenes. So we're just going to break it down a little bits, and I'm going to crack an egg of knowledge all over your head. If you're not into that, go ahead and just fast forward to three minutes. We'll go back into the game. But in the meantime, this session's reading is from the Valaquenta, which is the second part out of five of the Silmarillion as published. Now, the Valaquenta is essentially a list. In the beginning, the first section, the Ainulindalia, Basically, is your creation myth. Iluvatar the One creates the music for creation, if you will, flame and perishable, and then sends 15 of the Ainur, his attendant spirits, down into this world, Ea, the world that is, also known as Arda. And these 15 Ainur begin to shape it according to his music. These 15 hereafter are known as the Valar, uh, which translates roughly as the powers of the world. So the Valaquenta is essentially a listing of the 15 Valar with their different foibles, their relationships, their spheres of influence, as well as the Maiar, which are the lesser spirits, which accompany them and kind of serve and help them along the way. Now this section is the last part of the Valaquenta, which is titled Of the Enemies. Last of all is set the name Melkor, he who arises in might. But that name he has forfeited, and the Noldor, who among the elves suffered most from his malice, will not utter it, and they name him Morgoth, the dark enemy of the world. Great might was given to him by Iluvatar, and he was coeval with Manwe. 
and the powers and knowledge of all the other Valar he had part, but he turned them to evil purposes and squandered his strength in violence and tyranny. For he coveted Arda and all that was in it, desiring the kingship of Manway and dominion over the realms of his peers. From splendor he fell through arrogance to contempt for all things save himself, a spirit wasteful and pitiless. Understanding, he turned to subtlety and perverting to his own will all that he would use until he became a liar without shame. He began with the desire of light, but when he could not possess it for himself alone, he descended through fire and wrath into a great burning, down into darkness. And darkness he used most in his evil works upon Arda and filled it with fear for all living things. Yet so great was the power of his uprising that in ages forgotten he contended with Manway and all the Valar, and through long years in Arda held dominion over the most of the lands of the earth. But he was not alone, for many of the Maiar were drawn to his splendor in the days of his greatness and remained in that allegiance down into his darkness, and others he corrupted afterwards to his service with lies and treacherous gifts. Dreadful among these spirits were the Valaraukar, the scourges of fire that in Middle-earth were called the Balrogs, demons of terror. Among those of his servants that have names, the greatest was that spirit whom the Eldar called Sauron, or Garthaur the Cruel. In the beginning he was a Maiar of Aulia, and he remained mighty in the lore of that people. In all the deeds of Melkor the Morgoth upon Arda, in his vast works and in the deceits of his cunning, Sauron had a part and was only less evil than his master in that for long he served another and not himself. But in after years he rose like a shadow of Morgoth and a ghost of his malice, and walked behind him on the same ruinous path down into the void. Here ends the Valaquenta. We ride! Or so we walk. Okay. We run. All right. A league. The donkeys plod. We have no donkeys. Yeah. Apparently, you you, you ran from them, the fifty miles in one day. So yeah, that that doesn't seem appropriate. <laughs> that's that's not Lord of the Rings, <laughs> especially with Stumpy here. Um, we dwarves are natural sprinters. <laughs> All right. You ride. Uh, yeah. You get to a uh, plantation. Yeah, there's a road that leads by it. Um, yeah, what are you guys going to do? Stake it out. Is it quiet? Too quiet? Of course it is. What time of day is it when we get there? Uh, dusk. Perfect. So, do you want to James Bond this, or do you want to kick in the door? I mean, you know which way I'm going to go. I they have my somebody em- scouts it out first. Yeah. I think, I think <sighs> we can, I'm fine with kicking in the door, but... It doesn't mean we can't kick uh, in the door, have an element of surprise and information at okay. our disposal. Um, I shall stealthily move towards the main house to do a... Uh, to case the joint, basically. Okay. You know what? I haven't done this, and since I already have maxed out my movement, I'm just going to say this. My, my skills in burglary... Make this an easy task. Oh, wow. So you're scouting? I am scouting. Okay, there's a cross between a path and a road that kind of goes near the homestead and then like a, a wagon. Um, I don't want to say driveway. <laughs> What's an approach? The front path? Or the approach works? 
That's like the main building. Uh-huh. Wagon uh, and then outhouses? Outbuildings? Yeah. yeah. And you hear some voices and lights in the main room. Alright, so I go. Light a flaming arrow and shoot it arrow? for the cabin. Yep. Okay. And what is this? A fence or a hedge or? Oh, uh, that's the main road. Okay. Road. Um, there's some... Right, so I'm trying to stay away from any light sources or what have you. Being as surreptitious yeah. as I can. Okay. So yeah, you can burgle. So what are you doing? Okay, what, are, uh, what are you trying to ascertain? Well, I'm going to go to an area and then I'm going to basically <coughs> drop some eaves. Wait till you what? Side first. Dropping eaves? <laughs> eaves dropping? Oh. oh see what's going on. See if I can glean some information from the people talking. Maybe I'll hear a young man's voice. If not, then I will and then I will start moving to the outbuildings. They sound like big burly guys. Okay. Um, they seem to be waiting for somebody or something. Okay. Okay. So, um, are I will. Uh, they're riders, or Rohirrim. They are Rohirrim. Yep. Interesting. Well, Rohirrim is a vague term. Um, okay. But yeah, I mean they're full, full-grown adults. Okay. Yeah. Well, when you say riders, I'm thinking like official. They are men of the mark. Okay. Rohirrim is a militia. That's okay, then I will start checking the other buildings. Okay. So I will go, again, up roundabout as I can, approach them from the directions that they don't think they'll come from, and then go basically from back to back to back, okay. one at a time. Give me a stealth check on this one. Uh, Fourteen great. Okay. Uh, check if that gives you a pip. Hmm? Check if that gives you a pip. Um, there's no one in these buildings. Uh, one of them is a stable, so there will be horses there. No, I'm full up on those. Okay. Um, and you manage not to startle any of the animals okay. as you're skulking about, but uh, there's no people out there. You had to do multiple ones, or? No. To each building, or? Okay, so. I'll allow you to do the loop with one, because okay. the only, there's no people out there, it's just No people in any of these, just horses and the roll is basically just not to startle the horses. Alright, so then I'll go back around to these guys. Yeah. <clears throat> Pop my head back up. Okay. There are two... What? <laughs> he comes back around to us and pops his head back up? <laughs> like, like, I'm like, like, hey guys, not! No, I'm... I'm yeah, but, like, I'm yeah. worming out of a hole. <laughs> no, like... Ah! We bought a hammer and start playing word womp. <laughs> well, it's not like I sauntered around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I pop back up by you guys and say, okay, you know, hey, it's me, don't shoot me. There were two men of the mark inside the house. Uh, the out outbuildings had livestock, horses, things of that nature. Okay. So the only thing we can really do here is, um, as I was going past, did I notice that this cart was the same cart? It looked like it. Well, you didn't see the cart. So okay, I didn't see the cart. So. Had the same wheelchair pattern. Kick it in. Sure. I think we. Kick it in. Manage this with a couple. Sure. Kick it in. Sure. I was thinking of knocking, waiting a second, and just have him shoot. (laughs) 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 All right. Let's do this with my abnormally large elvish sword of awesome. Are there more than one ways in and out of this place? Uh, there are. I didn't scout. Yes. Yes. There. There are multiple. There are multiple entrances. Should probably have somebody. Watch cover the back, back 
and or come in the back while people are fighting in the front to rescue the boy and stop other people from running away and things of that nature. Alright, dwarf take the back. Actually, maybe elf should take the back, because... This is like a wraparound porch. You're more of a melee guy, and I think you'd have have to stand back in the open door and shoot arrows in. Well, here. Okay, here's the idea. Alright, elf, stand here. That way you have... For at least two of the exits. Okay? One person goes in the back, one person goes in the side, one person goes in the front. All at the same time. So we'll synchronize our watches. Just, you know what I mean. Um, the back, that's like a... um, (laughs) Yeah, it's like a wine cellar. What the hell kind of bird is that? Okay, so this is a cellar, but I'm saying, you know, one person goes down, one person goes in this way, one person goes in this way. That way, we have all the exits covered. Okay. And then if anybody manages to make it out, uh, you turn them into elf cheese, or Swiss cheese, or whatever the hell you eat. Sounds like a plan. Uh, so everybody give me a stealth check. To get into your chosen position. Should I make you talk about positions first, I suppose? Uh, I'm going in the side door. That's me. Who's going in the front? I think you should I'll go in the front. And then dwarf take the low. I got a 12 with a grade. I got a 10 on the side. 13 in the front! <laughs> Are you going to one of the doors? or? I think I'm going to remain outside, trying to keep line of sight on a couple of the entrances, and waiting to see what happens before I go charging blindly into the den. Okay. Um, Traps. So pretty much as soon as you guys step up on that wraparound porch, it starts, like, creaking. Um, oh, that doesn't sound like a creak at all. Sorry. <laughs> sound like a croak. Um, Something like a pig. There's a pig on this porch. Yeah. All right, so you guys are going to kick in the door at the same time? Mm-hmm. Well, as close as we can, yeah. Well, once you hear a creak, you're like, the jig's up. Let's kick yeah, it. Fuck it, let's do it. Cheese it! Okay, you kick in the door, you see an empty kitchen. Okay. Okay. You kick in the door, there's two dudes sitting at a table who are like, wait, did you hear something? What the fuck? Aye! You pop open, like, the doors to a root cellar. It's dark. He's a dwarf. Well, you he doesn't get <laughs> It makes you homesick. <laughs> um, you guys failed your things, so I think you probably get the initiative, but it's not an ambush. So, what does that mean? Well, well, what did you get on your stealth check? Ten. We all well, failed. Everyone that was going in. Me. So I'm well hidden. Out in the outer boat. Yeah, company ambushed the enemy, but at least one hero failed the surprise test. They get the initiative. So you may roll for combat advantage. Your target number is 18. Nope. Target's 18? Yep. Nope. Three. Anyone need an 18? No. Okay. Everybody's close quarters, so there's no opening volleys. Uh, what? You don't have a line. You don't see anybody. Yeah. Three instead of Gorn. Choose a stance. Forward. Forward. Alright. Two, uh... Rohirrim jump up from the table and come at you with swords. So Heru Brand <clears throat> comes at you. 
That's going to hit a 14, so you have 6 is your very 8 or less. Alright. Sword will do 5 damage. 5 endurance. Okay. And his twin brother, Beru Prand, will also do the same. Yes. Yeah, that'll hit you with... Uh, did not hit Edge. But he'll get the bonus, so that's 11 endurance. These guys are strapping out men. Jesus, H. Christ. And right. I'm weary. Yay! Huzzah! <laughs> How about you? <laughs> How about me? Uh, Alright, you may proceed, sir. Alright. Well, they attacked me. They deserve to die. You hear the sound of... 21 great success. Um, okay, you're attacking one of them. Um, that will hit. Seven damage. Alright, so you did your attack. You guys hear this ruckus break out. Um, what do you do? So I'm in the kitchen. Yes. What's cooking? Uh, stew. And some vegetarian bullshit. I'm gonna dish me up some stew. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I really wasn't that attached to the kid. I think I'm just gonna take a bowl of stew. I mean, walk out. Can't fight on an empty stomach. Uh, I will just for color's sake grab the stew pot off the fire or off the stove and rush through the door into into there. I guess where I hear the commotion from. I'll say that'll take your whole turn. Well, are, were you going to... And dump it down the nearest guy's neck that's not brand. Mm. Thanks for the uh, differentiation. Choose his chance. I already did. Okay. Uh, I'll allow you a roll being severely hindered. So, I wasn't going to let you take an attack this turn, but I will let you do it at minus four. Okay. Also, you're attacking with Stu, so... <laughs> so... I need to use the hindrances more. I, I don't do that enough, so... And I probably don't use my spear skill um, for... I, I'll use no, dagger. it's an improvised weapon, yeah. All right. You know what? If you're using your dagger, you're already partially hindered, so I'll do moderately hindered, so minus two on your dagger roll. Okay. For stew. Right. I'm just hoping, like, hot stew has does lots of damage. Right. I think I did this once before. Because the minus two is because you're running from a totally other room into a combat that's already going. Right. I was just going to have you pick your stance this turn. Getting off an action like that to make an attack will slightly hinder you. You're already taking a penalty for the actual students. I could not have rolled worse. (laughs) You're about to go through and you're like, oh, what is that, turnip? I can't. Did you actually actually end up a negative? I think so, I did. Yes. <laughs> actually negative, negative one. I have a negative one and a Sauron, sir. He, wow. he pulls up a chair. So how much of the stew am I wearing? Uh, new, strat, new plan. Go in disguised as stew. stew. How <laughs> I wish this was a travel out. check. How I wish this was a travel check. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'm not going to do that to you. You just you pick it up, you're trying to be dramatic. You're like, ha-ha, I... Fuck. <laughs> it goes in the corner. Clang, 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 clang. Uh, but you're now in a stance. Okay. Do you two guys want to do anything when you hear all this? Is there stairs coming up into the place, or do I have uh, to go back out and around? You would have to go around. Then I guess I'll head back out and go around. Okay. Well, is uh, there anything in the root cellar that I can see? No, nah, it looks dead. No. 
Okay. Roads. Yeah. I mean, it looks like it's trafficked, but there's nobody down there right now. So, okay. Uh, you will be able to go around. You can pick your stance. You'll be in the fight next turn. Okay. Uh, Denethor. Oh, where ahead. am I outside? I presume. I don't know. Somewhere close enough where I could get a kind of line of sight on nonsense. So people went in there and there? Yeah. And the dwarf is around. And he's in the cellar. This is literally a map of my house. You caught on to that. (laughs) (laughs) You wonder if I have a chuckling wrap around porch. (laughs) You son of a bitch. (laughs) I was like, okay, quick, draw a farm. Um, This is my whole farm. (laughs) I was wondering if you had caught it. You you were chuckling too, so I was like, no, I didn't even even catch on to it. (laughs) We'll just keep drawing Mike's house until he gets it. I have to tell you, that just made the game come alive for me. I can visualize this perfectly. That, that's what I was thinking, too. Okay, I would have been hiding probably in this tree so I could kind of see both. Yeah. Is that good cover at your house? Yeah, yeah, that's great. Okay. Perfect. Right over by the lilacs. There's a garden here. Oh, nice. Okay. Oh, France now. Awesome. That, that explains why he's parked over I'll kind of try and scoot over to this tree so I can get line of sight in through the door, maybe. Okay. Or are there any open windows I can see? Um, you can shoot through a window if you're going to be hindered. Okay. Put yourself in a rearward stance so you can get a shot off next round. All right. Yeah. Oh, he's got his own mini. I've got one. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was in case Christine came. All right, top of the order. Um, we have new targets. Look at this guy walking in here with a proprietary air or when he owns the place. <laughs> All right, so... My stew! Throw here, and we're going to split between you. Uh, pick a stance. Defensive. defensive. Oh, you're going defensive? Yeah, so, well, okay. I'm almost dead, so yeah. One will press the attack even though you're defensive. One will turn and... Hey, that was my fucking dinner! Can you smell what the rock is cooking? You, you goddamn lucky uh, you didn't throw out that vegetarian pizza. Uh, <laughs> All right. Uh, 11, 14, minus 6, 8. That will do. All right. So he's going to get to 5 endurance. And the one attacking Brand. Gandalf is a 0. 9 is your parry, negative 3 or less. At this rate, I wouldn't doubt it. No, I'm okay. Okay. Uh, top of the order. Uh, or you. What, it's Fendigo. Fendigo. I'm going to uh, spiritless schmuck. Okay. With a great spirit spearmint. Uh, Turn it a 10. I have an 11. There we go. So, nothing special there, but he'll take the uh, 5 damage. The 7 damage from the spirit. Uh, Brand. Um, that will be seven endurance damage and then a, a DC 18 injury test. Okay, he goes down. Like down, down, or just down? There's okay. a mook, so one will put some down. Okay. Uh, you guys do hear some noise coming Drum. from. Uh, coming from, like, your office. Okay. Your office slash bathroom on the map. You, sir. There's one foe in the room, and you hear others sort of coming from down the hall. Other post- or princess s 
princess coming from down the hall. All right, I'll go for the hall. Okay. Yep, there's a guy down there coming. Right. I'll attack him. All right. Got a Gandalf. <laughs> oh, <fuck>. <laughs> <laughs> so you're trying to hit an 18. Oh, well, I guess I got there. So what is your endurance damage? Uh, That's the regular damage. Well, regular damage is five. Okay. Injury of 18. Okay. Oh, it's an axe. All right, you appear to grievously wound him, but he's still up. All right, top of the round. Would anyone like to change their stance? Uh, Denethor. Oh, Denethor. Fine. There's one guy you can shoot. Perfect. Are only five dice every time? Yes. Let's see who I have to kill next. That's the fourth time you said that now. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and assume that hits and it's exceptional. Okay. So. Uh, 13 damage. I'm saying that so much lately because I realized how fun it was when the whole basilisk thing happened. <laughs> Which. Actually, because my body's not onto a four, my damage dropped. <laughs> Did I say fun? I meant funny. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. Attacking you. Okay. Ooh. Hit 16. That's going to hit. Not hit edge. Uh, so, oh, but that's going to be great. So, 11 endurance, sir. All right. All right. The other guy will go after the dwarf. Who's this stumpy in my house? You are. <laughs> 20. Uh, is your parry 8 or less? Less. Okay. So you are going to take 11 endurance, and I will need a protection test from you, sir. And you're trying to hit a 16 or better. Mm, not happening. I got a 13. Okay, uh, that will result in a wound. All right, suck. You can probably walk away. Forward. Yes. Still. Forward. Yep. Okay. Stand. Uh, you hear a person you've never heard before. Well, actually, you would recognize. Well, no, you might not. Somebody calls, crawls out in pain down the hall, Arr! and then you hear the dwarf call in pain. Arr! So. Okay. Sounds like two bloody parrots mating. <laughs> I'm going to, I am now, I am now weary. I'm going to take one more shot in forward. Oh, so that was almost good. Actually, that's a great roll. Still light hit. That's It'll a, probably hit. It's an I'm forward. Fail. I don't think it's an auto fail. No. So, so 18, exceptional. That's... Beyond exceptional. Well, there isn't anything beyond exceptional. <sighs> so you got. I have witnesses to this roll. <laughs> Fuck you. <clears throat> Alright, so. But he's the king of the jumble. Six. Look at a 12. 12 will get you there. And it's n- no uh, injury test, but. It is going to be <laughs> 21 damage. That'll drop him. 
All right. Uh, the two of you are down. Well, you're down the hall, so you can go. Right. Uh, no one's in open, right? No. Okay. That will get nineteen. For five damage. Okay. Brand. Yes. There's one left down the hall, tangling with the dwarf. They well, like they've both injured each other. Quite bad. No, it's not. Uh, that's a Gandalf. So that will be uh, seven damage, eighteen injury test. You take his head off. Because I rolled a fucking Gandalf on the protection test. Um, Alright. Yeah, that was the agent that talked to you guys. Oh, that was Geralt. Yep. Was Geralt. Yeah, well, this is part well, of Geralt, and that's part of Geralt. Well, right. now we, now uh, this is part of Geralt. Over there, over there. Your wife no. is not going to be happy about well, having to clean Geralt up. So they're all dead. Wolf! Wolf! Where are you? I hear a damn chihuahua back here. <laughs> yeah, there's noises down the hall. I go down the hall. Alright, he's trussed up and tied up. And all wound up and all shook up and okay. broke up over you. I pull my dagger threateningly. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever do that again! <laughs> Cut the ropes. <laughs> okay. You've succeeded. Are you okay, son? Yes. Fuck you, you're not my dad. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Do you want some vegetarian pizza? There might be a little left in the pot. <laughs> You'll have to lick it off the walls. It's alright, sir. My mother's all about organic, whole grain food. Jesus. Is it gluten free? Do I kill him? <laughs> What did you just get yourself into? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, you saved the child. Yay! Yay! We resolved plot. What? We almost did it without beheading people, but yeah. it's Tolkien. I can't help it. What <laughs> happened you to, to no violence? Strings. That went out the window quickly. <laughs> so did his head. <laughs> Tip your waitresses, people. <laughs> Uh, what are you guys going to do with the kid? You take well, I want to throw some wolves, but I was just, we're going to... Uh, let's continue our pattern. <laughs> Stuff in the bag of holding and hope for the best. <laughs> Presumably, oh, we, we left Runehilda back in... Um, Aldbert. Aldbert. Yes. So we will... Um, take him away from the scene of violence and depravity. Take him away from all this death. Um, but before we do that, should we loot the building? (laughs) Loot the corpses, loot the corpses. That's just a farmhouse. There's some basic equipment there. Oh, shoot, I forgot to have one go into a battle rage. Okay. Too late now. Can we at least loot all the uh, role-playing game books out of the den? Yes. There's a reasonably nice collection. Yeah. Uh, too bad it's all fourth end. Relatively unused TV in the one room. <laughs> Sick burn. I hey. still got it. 
Uh, How come all the books are fourth ed? I don't have any fourth ed. <laughs> Strange. They look like they've been purchased multiple times since <laughs> from the same bookstore. Ouch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll go back to Old Bird. Okay. And Old Town. Let's just call it Old Town. Reunite Wolf with his mother. Okay. And Finnegal will wrong. claim his reward. What? Finnegal will claim his reward. <sighs> My right as conqueror. I, <laughs> I have the son, but you know, since, we never since, really did the since thing. He's, already, he's already paying for it. So yeah. <laughs> If we weren't welcome back at the uh, the Hall of Cinder. Yeah, it'd be better if you just went on your way. Yeah, it'd probably be better. Yeah, oh, right, because that would be... Not solved. Hey, we yeah. killed your friend! <laughs> nope, nope. We'll just, uh, yeah, book, book her off to, uh, Edoras. Okay. We should probably drop Brun, Hilda, and Wolfgar back off at home. Fuck that, they can make it on their own. Well, it's. I mean, you already gave her a ride. Oh, there's the outlet. It's a little bit out of our way. Yeah, like what, two days? No. It's two days to get here, and then like Which is sixty miles either way. You are at op- It's a equilateral triangle, sixty miles on either side. Do you want to drop Capiche? her off, or she can come with us? We could drop her off on the way back. It's not like she has anything going on. Nothing impressive. We're in a big city. What do you say, Brunhilda? Sure. Okay. My. my and you want to catch up with your. Uh, <laughs> you want to catch up with your. Uh, Son, care man. Oh, um, that too. So, oh, Wolf. catch up. I see what you're saying. <laughs> Since we've really only ever spent about twenty minutes interacting, <laughs> and you're my son and all, tell me about yourself. I like Transformers. Oh God! Uh, <laughs> I like My Little Pony. Have you ever been to a Turkish prison? Do we know what your travel rules are off the top of your heads? I have them written down. Holy shit on a shingle. Denethor is our guide. Baron is our scout. Findigil is the huntsman. And Baron <coughs> is lookout. It'll be a day and a half journey to Edoras. I'm still going to make you make a travel check. Okay. Target number's 12. I mean, make it... Uh, Seventeen with a plum. I got a fourteen. Twenty through grade. Check, check, check. Let's see what is this travel. We'll just have him roll when he gets back. I assume somewhere in all that we got thirty minutes of rest to recover basic cards. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, I rolled a healing alone. Oh, oh, right. healing. Oh, fuck yeah. I'm sorry. That's actually. Kind of important. Um, I'm going to uh, tend to that one because, yeah, that's a good deal. Still weary though. Uh, I'm going to spend. Uh, oh. Courage. Courage. Once you're to use it. I have not. Do I have to spend that before I spend my own hope? No, but you recover. You get a new courage every session. I know, but I'd almost rather have the XP. Okay. What a gamer. Uh, Got to get to a 15. So that is favored, and I make a 17. Okay, so your wound is treated. 
Okay, so they will recover endurance at 2 plus basic heart rating with every night's sleep. With a treated wound, you will recover 2 endurance All right. with every night's sleep. All right. And you will, you will be considered wounded until you get back to your full. Okay. Um, it doesn't really impact you unless you're in another combat and you get wounded again. Okay. Or you get knocked to zero endurance. And then you're wounded. And then horrible things start happening to you. Um, it's good that they treated it. It, it basically, if it was untreated, you'd get one back every night. But they treated it, so you're going to get two, and you're considered wounded. Uh, tell us, how did you get wounded? I mean, what uh, happened to you? What it, or is your new old war wound that's never quite going to go away? Maybe. Uh, let's see. Fight Nick in the hallway. I'll say in the sword. fight he smacked my head against the wall in order to cut me. Yeah. <coughs> lump on the side of my head now. Concussion. Concussion protocol. Your dwarf is now in the concussion protocol. Um, <laughs> I'm fine. Let's go that way. Alright, you approach Edoras. In the shadow of Sawtooth mounts Urensaga. 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 On a broad hill behind a high wall stands Edoras, the court of the king. The white waters of the Snowborn run swiftly at the foot of the walled hill, and a shallow ford crosses the stream where the great rest road traverses it. Beyond the ford, a wide, rutted track uh, weaves past lines of great grassy mounds on either side, the barrows of kings, thick with white flowers, up to the gates where many spearmen stand guard. Not mere footmen, no, these are the warriors of the king's guard, the lord of the mark's most trusted soldiers. These gate wardens ask your name and your business, listening closely for deception. Have we caught up with our caravan, or did they uh, get there They us? would have already arrived. Okay. They would probably be inside the city. Yeah. Okay. I guess we would explain that to the guards, then. Or okay. Part of that great, joyous caravan. I got here a couple of days ago. Yeah, they're um, idling in the Waiting field. Oh, so they haven't gone in yet. Or well, they, they have not in, but they're in. They're the, in the wall, but they haven't presented themselves. Oh, okay. So, so we will, I guess, rejoin the caravan and okay, take inventory. Yeah, the wall seems to be more or less there. Are you going to try to go up to the golden hall and present your credentials? I think. Well, we're just off the road. Um, we better shower first. Well, the, the question is, is... Yeah, they quest. seem to have a hang-up about this. Well, okay, the question is, what is the etiquette about this? You know, you introduce yourself as basically as soon as you can, right? Clean, taking time to clean yourself up. Um, it wouldn't be out of sorts. Um, I, yeah, so we will get cleaned up and everything, and then, yeah, we'll go to the... We shall go to... What's the name of the hall? I forget. Meduseld, the Golden Hall. Whatever it is. Yeah, that thing. I know if I put them closer to you. you know. Alright, and then... The Royal Meeple. Right. So then, again, uh, I'm guessing you go in, you don't just like march right into the hall, you find the... Yeah, you, you can get an audience. Alright. So, courtesy of the show with it. Um, we are going to have another encounter. Um, insight. To roll for encounter advantages. So I got a nine on my end state. 
Okay. Did anyone beat a 14? Yes. No. What'd you get? 18. Alright, so you get one bonus inside that. <clears throat> the next morning you are shown in uh, to the Great Hall okay. of Metherseld. You're clean, perfumed, your elf has done a wonder on you. Um, <laughs> well played, sir. Um, the king is at the far end of the hall, sitting on his great gilded chair upon the dais, the queen beside him. Uh, he wears upon his head a thin golden circlet set with a single white diamond. From his side hangs an ancient, uh, really big blade. Anyone know who Tobias Menzies is? British character actor who will be playing King Thingle. You may have seen him in HBO's Rome as Brutus. Or in HBO's Game of Thrones as Edmure Tully. Or in Outlander oh, oh, as... Yeah. Oh, yeah, Sir Douche. Uh, yeah, that guy. Okay. He's a young man, obviously. Um, family age. Obviously married and having kids, but, um, in the prime of his life. Yeah, as you are presented, do your bowing initially. Uh, a herald. Um, the two of you understand he's speaking Sindar. Okay. Um, presenting sort of these guests have come to you or have come to you, O King, to present themselves for your satisfaction, mercy, whatever, etc., etc., etc. Um, gobbledygook to you, too. And he bows and says on the common speech, Welcome, friends. Uh, please, who are you and what is your business in my golden hall? So we are in the introduction. Alright. I'll take it. Speak your name and your quest. <clears throat> yeah. Greetings, O King. <clears throat> I am Brand, son of Gorm, from the land of Dale. I come with tidings from King Bard. Allow me to introduce my, uh, Compatriots. Uh, what uh, role are you making? Huh? What role are you going to make? Courtesy. Okay. Make it. Gandalf. Okay. Uh, who else will be speaking? I probably won't be. I'm Fendigal. Where's the bathroom? Uh, I rolled a 10. Okay. Great. 10 great. Actually, that wasn't bad. What language? Uh, since he spoke to us in common, I would reply in common. Okay. I got a three with a sore arm. Um, I'm speaking in syndrome. Okay. I am Denethor Lightbow, <laughs> the Grand Archivist of Sunstead. Okay. And Archivist? Okay. Uh, Alright, we're back to brand talking again. All right, let's move into the interaction. Okay, so, allow me to introduce, or they've already been introduced. Um, allow myself to introduce myself. Allow myself to introduce myself, yes. Thank you, 
Asshole. <laughs> Literally. My pleasure. <laughs> All right. All right. We bring glad tidings to you, okay? And a All message. Right, quick breakdown. All to impress strangers quickly, revealing lots about self. Courtesy to ask for support, especially from friends. Riddle to extract information without revealing too much. Insight to observe and evaluate. Inspire to address crowds and Insight. uplift spirits. Persuade to make a point. Uh, riddle to gather information. Song to garner approval. Insight to see if he's receptive to this or should I just keep it short and sweet? That's a fuck no. Okay. Okay, so that's a fail. Yep, so it's going to be long and bitter. Alright, so you failed your insight check. Yep. You have no idea the emotions of those you are interacting with. Clearly. Uh, possibly not revealing unspoken purposes or not understanding hidden feelings. Probably. Yep. So. Good job. Alright. Yeah, we bring glad tidings from King Bard. Um, please accept these gifts in honor of your. Is it coronation? Is that the right term? Sure. I, I mean, I subtexted resurrection. Coronation is probably. <laughs> well, I mean, because because he's he is the newly crowned king. Yes, yes. In honor of your coronation, your new reign. Your right. Reign. Or your, yeah. Long may you reign. Yes. All right. Uh, give me a roll for that. Uh, I'm debating between awe or inspire for that one. Inspire doesn't really work because it's a group thing, I guess. Mm. Well, you're making a public speech to yes. him and all of his court. And well, inspire to address crowds and uplift spirits. I mean, that would be... We welcome your reign and the light and friendship of the peoples of men. You know, you're kind of uplifting. You're not just saying, we're here. Yeah, I mean... It's we brought so stuff. You're, you're, well, you're inspiring. Yeah. Well, then, I, you know, I, I will speak flowery language um, about... Uh, the the great hopes that we have for his reign may you know prosperous and your horse is never founder and you know uh, uh, things like let's never be seven ten something more along the lines of from one young king to another we wish the bit you know to bring you good tidings and. Um, and comfort and joy, comfort and joy. Sorry. Roll it. You're an ass. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, for the, for the uh, that's a good speech. For the listeners, that's a Gandalf with two sixes. So that's a Gandalf exceptional success. Extraordinary. Give you a point. What? Give you a point. Uh, was that Inspire? It's talky, so... Oh, yes. It's not hitting things with a big stick, so that might be something you haven't done much. Uh, yeah, good speech. What else are you going to do? Anyone else going to try to do anything passive to help? No? Uh, I, did, I did my passive. Somebody pass. insight. I, I fucked will, it up. I will insight... Uh, trying to read the crowd. So, like, how do they respond to this? Are there any, you know, side-eye... Glances being passed among the court. Okay. Oh, yeah. What an ass kisser. Why is it that every time I try and role play, I get deadpanned by everybody? <laughs> Another Sauron in one. Yep. Are you weary? Uh, no. Okay. So at least you're all the one. Oh. Well, let's not jump That's in and help at all, guys. It sure is. Okay. 
You guys aren't quite running up the score like you did in Aldberg. I'm I'm basically waiting for the king to say anything besides good speech. Well, I'm throwing it out to them, so it's not um, all the brand show. The brand show starring Brand, son of Gorm. I Tonight would... Brand welcomes his special guests, Saruman the White, Charo, and Robin Thick. Alan Thick, whatever. Anyway. Well, Alan Thick was so what is what is awe used for? Awe is used to impress strangers, impress strangers quickly, revealing lots about yourself. Like I'm awesome. You should be. Happy. Yeah, yeah. Let's not do All that right. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, we're not doing that one. Go for oh right fuck! On. Some NPCs respond differently to different things. Some will value courtesy. Some will value awe, depending on who they are. That will right. affect your TM behind the scenes. Right. So like. Addressing Bjorn, awe might get you somewhere because he respects Strength. someone who says it like it is and tells you who they are. Whereas addressing the steward of Gondor, that might offend him that you're trying to, you know. So, so awe's probably it, a bad idea here. I guess the point is you don't know. Yeah. yeah. Unless you're getting insight into <clears throat> how what has already happened has been taken. Let's try an insight. 17 insight. He was very pleased by that speech. Uh, his ears perked up when you were speaking Cinderin. Mm-hmm. Even though you were like, Duh. I got shoes. Uh, <laughs> but They're other, made by a half player. Other than that, he hasn't been too impressed by anything you guys have said. So, I mean, he, he liked that speech. That's like the first thing that's like, hmm, this Can you is interesting. Song? Yeah. Yes, please. Song to garner approval. I will give him a... Since he's clearly wise in the ways of the world and languages, I will <clears> grant <throat> him... You remember when I said he was in self-imposed exile? When he went away because his dad was a dick? Yes. Uh, he was in Gondor. Okay. Learning lots of Sindarin. Please suck up in Sindarin. So I will sing him a... So he's more comfortable in Sindarin than he is in Rohan. I will sing, him, sing him a... Dark in the hall. Probably doesn't count. Okay. So 18. Um, why are you singing this song? In game? I mean, what's your excuse for... Oh. And he's like, I give you this mighty gift from the king of the north. I haven't heard... There's no business like show business. (laughs) What the... You'll be swell. You'll be great. Gonna have the whole world on the plate. (laughs) Okay. Seriously? He thinks he's Ethel Merman. How many of those cold bets have you taken so far? <laughs> Enough to keep me conscious. So. Okay. Essentially, it's been a long time since I've heard somebody speak Cinderin. Okay. Like, especially somebody who isn't an elf. <laughs> oh my god, somebody's civilized. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, and I wanted to kind of... Well, technically he talks in his sleep, but you don't want to know what he is. We don't talk about that. Okay. Um, and I just kind of want to, one, gauge how knowledgeable he is 
and to kind of sing a like a song about peace and respect between cultures, assuming the children have such a song, which they might not, because they're dicks. But okay, we pretend they do. They're not Vulcans, so all right. Uh, oh, and you already rolled. So did I write that down? I don't think I did. An eighteen. So okay. It should be a success. Straight success then. Okay. Yes, you are welcome to my hall, good sir. Um, I feel like anything I say is like a final thing because it's not like we're plying each other for information. But you yeah. still guys, you guys aren't done with the encounter yet. So, what kind of stuff did you bring? Where are you from? Tell me of your home world, Usels. Um, I guess that's my turn. Whatever you want to talk about. Um, you're, you're. I mean, you're still getting an audience. And well, like, tell me of yourself and your travels. Well, he liked your speech. He's amused by your song, not in like a dickish way, but like he mm-hmm. enjoyed it. Like, uh, He's it? in a good mood right now. Expounding. Please, pray, expound on your purpose. I'll just say, you know, we, we come from... Yeah. We come from the land to the land north by the, mountain, by the lonely mountain. Um, ha- have you heard of the stories of the return of Smog and his defeat by Bard? I, we come from the land down under. Oh, shut can't up! You hear, can't you hear the thunder? <laughs> Gonna make me chunder. Um... I'll allow Inspire or Song. Because you're trying to talk up your shit. Inspire. Or Awe, I suppose. I'm not going for Awe because I am not. When we defeated the forces of nature and brought it low. 17 great for my inspiration. Alright. I I I weave the I weave focus. I weave the tale of um, the attack by Slog and um, the bravery of King Bard. The bravery of King Bard. The establishment, or the reestablishment of Dale. How we have grown to become a, po- a prosperous kingdom in a very short time. And again, as a young kingdom, we are always looking to to other young kings and offering our support in any way that we can. And what would your king have of me in return? Nothing more than jolly cooperation, good king. Was this mostly about establishing like peace of trade? Yeah. Well, it's... It, good relations. For, first off, it's like a housewarming gift, and then the other one's good relations and possible trade. Okay. Or at least that's what I was taken to understand it. Yeah. yeah. So... Nothing more than jolly good cooperation. Please, please enjoy these blankets we're giving you. Well, we we have, you know, we have uh, fun toys. Dalish toys, Dalish toys from uh, from our renowned toy market. We have other great goods. We have what else did we bring? Uh, some kind of alcohol, wine. Yeah. So, some some some. Oh yeah, elvish wine. Elvish wine. And some of my own wine, yep. but that's going to be my um, own little venture. Yeah. Wine from the. Wine from the elves of the woodland realm. Some random trinkets from the dwarves. Or no, armor. Dwarven armor and goods. These are these are about a taste of what Dale and the Northland would have to offer your kingdom, good sir. Or my... Uh, no, it's not my lord, because he's not my lord. Uh, good king. Your grace. Your, your grace. Your... Right. All right. Um, okay, end scene. Uh, I welcome your friendship and, uh, 
and we show we thank you for your gifts and we shall repay them in kind. I have heard of uh, you, gentle folk, and your deeds in our land. Uh, some of which are more well renowned than others. Um, but I appreciate them nonetheless, uh, as I have responsibilities of my own. And he gestures kind of to a couple of daughters and uh, a five-year-old kid kind of standing off to the dais, which the camera zooms in on with a musical motif and a, a knowing wink. Um, and I appreciate some of the good you have done in our land already. We have gifts for you as well. If uh, my phone doesn't die before I can... You are most gracious. Okay. Ooh, I do succeed in standing there and looking awesome. Okay, that's good. I ask on your return that you deliver a gift of my own to bard. your king bard. Aye. Your bard, archer, warrior, king, person of indeterminate class. He's of the highest class. Uh... One of the Miras from our my mightiest herd. Uh, a, a steed fit for a king. And the crowd kind of parts of this white steed. Bigger than any horse you've ever seen in your life. Kind of comes in, snorts, whinnies, throws his head, gives you that look. Kind of like the, uh, the evil monkey. But, you know, like more myster- magisterial, you know. Kind of mm-hmm. spits on the ground. Walks so off. French horse. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Denethor Lightbow, for bringing the sound of my adopted tongue to my hall, I would like to uh, offer you, uh, from our herds, Aethenweird, the knight. Uh, I have to look up my notes later to verify the spelling and translations. Uh, The Nightgoer, the Night Watchman, and they present a, a gray horse. I was expecting black. But it is good in twilight uh, to match your own skills and uh, stuffs. Findigil, son of <laughs> Phil. <clears throat> son of Dr. Phil. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your charge is a lonely one in the wild, uh, but you stand out as a beacon in the night of what is good and right. I push the button on the spear and light up the runes. <laughs> oh. Where was that when you needed an awe check? Uh, we would like to uh, offer you Felbrin, uh the Dark Flame, uh, to guide you in your journey and your fight against the Shadow. I thank you. Uh, does that come with riding lessons? Um... We'll get to that. Okay. Uh, it's a black horse. Um, traveling horse, not super big or anything. Grandson of Gorm. As you bring this back to your king, of course, no gift. You know, we couldn't have you riding back on a, a pony <laughs> to present this king of beasts to your king. Uh, please accept Soth Shkida. Uh, she is. To some degree, untamable, but she is the true-hearted bandit, uh, and it's a large warhorse. Did you say Velveeta? Yes. Soft Sheeta. I got it. Skeeta. Soft Skeeta. Well, it's Skyda. a horse. 
As I said, I reserve the right to change the spellings and pronunciations once I check my notes in my desk. Baron. Unfortunately, we do not have a horse that matches your girth stature. But we have a large dog. We have heard of the, the plight of the people in your homeland. And I, too, know the paths of the exile. And if there is a way we can improve that uh, in your future, we would like to do that. So, you have the option of, in a future fellowship phase, you may receive title Esquire of Rohan. Basically, every culture has a received title uh, fellowship undertaking. Briefly summarize, the standing rating of the adventurer now measures also his repute amongst the Rohirrim, and the hero may now affect the narration of a year's end fellowship phase spent amongst them. Uh, you have to stay in Rohan at the end for that. Additionally, your standing score is not reduced if you stay in Rohan through a fellowship phase as if you returned home. Uh, you're granted an alcove in which to sleep in the halls of Medusel, or a house or farm within one of the settlements of the Rivermark to make your home. Okay. Sounds good. Yep. Cool. So you can consider this a home territory for a year in fellowship phase, if you choose. Because technically you don't have one yet. That's your home. Aren't you too good to the And to home? <laughs> with this, we cheer the peoples of the West. Huzzah! 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 Uh, we can play the journey back, or we can end the fellowship, or the adventuring phase there. Well, I mean, do you guys want more adventuring before year end? Or this is a good place to say, that's the year, folks. That's the year, folks. I'm done with that. I'm fine with that, too. I do want to resolve, like, the financial bits. Okay. And, oh, and that that's could right. Be, yeah. That could be next session. Well. And then do a fellowship phase or something um, like that. Because you guys were going to sell some stuff, too, right? Right. No, yes. we can do that. Um are you guys really making personal profit off this? Not particularly. Well, we did go in. I mean, we invested some money. I mean, ideally, yes. In the wagons, and we did purchase. Just so you didn't have to talk to anybody the whole week. Stuff for trade, <laughs> like honey, and yeah, I brought my wine and things like that. So yeah, I want to make some money on this because I have like no gold. Yeah, I'm I'm okay with that. I'd say make a craft or a persuade. Sell the stuff. It's the same role either way, but if you end up invoking a hope, it'll change what you add, I guess. So. Okay. Persuade. It's the same role. Okay. Yeah, that's a fail. I'm going to do craft. No, just tell me what to do that. Alright, roll 1d6. Actually, give me 2d6. You get ten silver out of your wine and other. God damn it! You're like, is this some kind of fruity northern vintage or something? Supposed to use this to clean the, the stables or something? <laughs> oh, the ringworm. Okay. All right. Cool. Anyone else? Get six silver off your trinkets. 
twelve. Yeah, same thing. Five. Five. Yes. Five. You're not as good as the sale. That's the sale. <laughs> he is a bang to people. Ah, like you may buy this sword. You can only stab the front end with it, but oh, that wasn't a good example. But I'm working. Somebody roll one d six. Six. All right, you get six gold as a party, or as a fellowship, from the dwarven armor as a group. So you can divide that however you see fit. One gold, ten silver each. Okay. That's how you divvy it up, right? I don't remember. Well, I think I paid it's it. 20 it's 20 silver for gold. gold. Okay. So, yeah. And there's much feasting in the meat halls. Ooh. I have 30 pieces of silver now. <clears throat> I hope Wolf uh, is learning a lot here in the big city. I want to talk to the pretty ladies with way too much makeup over there. <laughs> Party on. <laughs> Here's some silver. That's my boy. <laughs> Let me show you how alleys work. <laughs> Just remember, some. if you're paying more than two silver, it's a rip-off. <laughs> if you try to stiff them afterwards, it also gets ripped off. Thank you. That's the night he was made. Good times, good times. Alright, so we will open next session with a fellowship phase year end. And see what I think. Oh. Hmm? I said that was mostly things. What, the game or my bad jokes? Okay, the game. The Chippewa Valley Geek Actual Playing Community Theater Podcast was brought to you by Baron Von Productions. The One Ring, the Darkening of Mercury campaign, was created and published by Cubicle 7 Games. For more information, check out www.chippewavalleygeek.com. Be sure to tune in next time when the company finds itself in treacherous waters. I know. I wrote that down. Jesus. Session 25, The Vague Plan. Episode 25, Session 25, one of those will work. No, DM screen. I liked your DM screen. <laughs> Fine. Really big DM screen. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, can you just say... Nobody escapes the pit of despair. Nobody escapes the pit of despair. Don't even think about it. Cat <laughs> just. Oh, cat sneak attack. Wow. Let's.
That's a mighty big sword you got there. I thought you just maybe had an accident with it. <laughs> no, no, Snowy just decided that I thought it was a perfect place for her to dig her claws and keep her claws up there and then the hole. To me! Precisely. Gaining injuries are no joke. Okay. What do you say? What? I'm I'm trying to figure out... I know, I was just imagining that in character. (laughs) Who are you? Uh, Um, Shifty look. (laughs) (laughs) No accusations. Dead, dead, dead. Let's try that again. I knew Aragorn. I broke bread with Aragorn. I smoked with Aragorn. You, sir, are no Aragorn. That came out meaner than I thought. I'm sorry. <laughs> I really am no Aragorn. I'm a crappy ranger. Uh, he's he's Aragorn. Yeah. He's not a great, but he's a Aragorn. That actually was a good one. Nice to <laughs> <laughs> so Robin ran away. So Robin ran away. Um, An evil raised his ugly head. He barely turned his tail. Friend, I So Robin. Uh, you hear a person you've never heard before. Well, actually, you would recognize. Well, no, you might not. Somebody calls, crawls out in pain down the hall. Uh, and then you hear the dwarf call in pain. Uh, so okay. Sounds like two bloody parrots mating. I'm going. To, I am now. I am now weary. I'm going to take one more shot in forward. (laughs) Take your time. (laughs) It's an old joke. It's terrible. (laughs) Um, There's this lion that has a thorn in its paw. He doesn't, you know, he's like, oh my god, it's so fucking painful. Um, this monkey comes over and he's like, you know, I'll help you get that thorn out of your paw because I got the whole opposable thumb bullshit going on, but you have to do whatever I say afterwards. Like, you're, you do whatever, you know, that's the deal. Lion's like, it's a fucking monkey. What's it going to do? Fine, take it out. (laughs) So juvenile, I haven't thought of this joke since I was like 15. (laughs) it's the drugs. Um, so the monkey pulls it out and says, Okay, now here's the deal. You gotta let me fuck you up the ass. And it's like, What? I'm the king of the jungle. The monkey says, Whatever. That's the deal. You're not gonna run a guy. You're king of the jungle. You're lawful good. Lawful neutral at the very worst. Um, Lion's like, Fine. Let's get this the fuck over with. So let's go over here. You know, where the, you know there's a tree. Nobody's gonna see. So. <laughs> <laughs> It's so bad that he's laughing at his own joke. It's terrible. It's not even funny. (laughs) And yeah. The monkey gets behind him and starts going to town. And the lion's like, I can't believe I'm doing this. This is such bullshit. Um, And then a coconut falls out of the tree and hits him in the head. The lion says, ow. The monkey's like, yeah, take a pitch. Okay. Oxygen in my brain is probably affecting me, so. I'm wearing a gold brain. I'm excited. 
That whole thing is going in there. <laughs> I'm embarrassed and I'm laughing at it, but I can't stop. God, I broke my fucking glass. <laughs> that is my, my, my big giant ugly free can. Like a walking candy apple. <laughs> I think we broke it. My diaphragm hurts. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> you need that again, Brian? <laughs> oh, sweet Jesus. Oh, God. What the fuck? <laughs> I was going to attack, but I think I have to tweet now. <laughs> uh, are you tweeting the entire joke? No. You should totally tweet the entire joke. Thank God, 140 characters is not enough for that kind of magic. <laughs> oh, God. Um, Insight first? Clearing daggers at you, Brian. <laughs> most action my butt's gotten all month. What languages does everybody speak? Um, under common. Fuck you. <laughs> that's a fuck no. Okay. Okay. So that's a fail. Yep. So it's going to be long and bitter. Well, yeah. like my wife. <laughs> Ex-wife. Yeah. <laughs> Therein lies the... <laughs> Thanks for twisting the dagger. <laughs> you forget one page of notes throws your whole fucking game off. I'm sorry. It's like I didn't prepare much for tonight, but that was one thing I did prepare. And I don't have... Ugh.